Oh, look at him. He's got the fucking merch on. What a tool. <laughs> he's got to advertise. I get it. Where's your green screen, though, man? Okay, I like your background. That's pretty cool. Cobra, we can't hear you. Oh, like, yeah. You got to enable your microphone, mate. That's right. He'll figure it out. He's, he's technologically savvy, I think. Unlike most of the people. This is, not, this is not how you become uh, one of the five or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I still can't hear you at all. Can you, you can hear us, though, so our shit's working. Hold on. Give him a sec. He'll figure it He's out. He's doing a silent movie right now. I lo- oh, 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 we got something. He plugged his headphones in. That was the secret. He plugged in his earbuds. Say something. Better now? Oh, yeah. yeah now I got you. <laughs> All right. You know what? I had you in a, I had you in an extension cord, but it's fussy, so I uh, just plugged directly in. Fair enough. Fair enough. Ladies and gentlemen, our uh, surprise special guest for today's episode. Yeah, we, we're <laughs> doing a reaction video to the Aaron McLean episode. Cobra! <laughs> What's up? <laughs> City of Chicago Pipe and How you doing, bro? I'm good. Just kind of chilling on a Saturday. Uh, you know, normally there'd be, I'm sure, some kind of drumming thing happening. But as with everything in the world, there's not. Yeah, usually there's there's just jack shit. There's nothing. There's, my yeah. life is nothing. This is like my Sorry. least favorite apocalypse, Sorry. guys. Like, I was, I was promised zombies. I know. I, I was promised, like, <laughs> people I could shoot that it wouldn't matter. I spent years learning how to throw axes and shoot things, and now I got nothing. <laughs> I can't. I can't throw an axe at COVID. I know it's so. It's so not exciting. The whole real world is so not exciting. But uh, Cobra, so you were you were listening in on uh, our interview with Mister McLean. I was. Uh, what are, What are your thoughts? What do you know about this guy? Uh, <clears throat> well, uh, you know, Aaron, Aaron, and uh, Aaron and I have crossed paths a couple times in Glasgow and whatnot. A lot of common friends. Uh, pretty amazing career record when you look at it uh and for him to have kind of done his uh his little humble brag there but it's <laughs> it, it, it is what it is though i mean aaron aaron has been affiliated or associated with success after success so like what he was talking about with the sort of hunger to keep doing that totally makes sense yeah i, I get that a lot like I, I i had all kinds of questions to follow up with him about like like so it gets tiring winning too because you still in the end, isn't isn't this all about like you, you still need something to achieve, like to feel challenged by? And at a certain point, he's like, "All right, I gotta, I need a challenge instead of like just fucking sitting in the, I don't know what rank he or where he was on the snare line, but like just winning it over and over again, you know?" Like, yeah, Aaron, uh, Aaron was the flank. Uh, oh, was he, he was the he was the corner guy for most of the most recent championships for FM, uh, and. He's a, he's a monster drummer. He's done well in the solos and stuff like that. So, you know, when I heard the news that he was uh, making the move to take on his own project, it sort of made sense, you know? Like, at, at some point, especially when you see that level of success really young, mm-hmm. uh, it makes perfect sense that somebody would be interested in a new project, literally for the challenge, the self, you know, uh, self-discipline of, of trying something new instead of just... I mean, I'm, I'm sure... I, I don't know. Like, I can't imagine winning, winning, winning gets old, but it, it sure could probably get sort of predictable and makes like makes all the work just a little bit less interesting. I would not know so. if winning gets old. No, we have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do get that. Like, it, it's at a certain point you're like, we had this conversation with with our friend Timmy H uh, yeah. a couple weeks ago after the show, which we did not record, unfortunately. But we were talking about like. 
he he asked me and you, I think, and we were talking to him because he's involved in. He's the guy with Keith Highlanders that are yeah, it's been doing great, all those cool videos. videos yeah, but um, he was talking about like, hey man, if, he he basically said if I wasn't involved in some part of the leadership in some way, he does a lot of music arrangement and stuff. Like I wouldn't want to be part of it. Like some of us want to be part of the leadership, the the control, the arrangement, the whatever you want to call it, all the various stuff that things that go into like making something interesting or fun or successful or whatever. See, I have some people just want to be a cog in a wheel, but I have an interesting opinion on this that comes from my personal experience. I and I've talked about it a little bit on the show before, but like I often feel like I missed out on being a cog in the wheel. Like I'm, I want that, you know, I think, and I don't think it was because of like piping ability. Like, I don't think that I have the many roles and responsibilities I have now because I'm like the greatest fucking piper in the world. Cause I know I'm not, uh, I think it was just like the fact that there was a capability for kind of management. There was a capability for like organizing and getting shit done that, well, see that in our is band, a, that is a thing that I, fucked me a little bit. I don't know if I'd say that like, I mean, yes, you have that now, but at the time, you, what the way our band works is, if you have a modicum of talent, we will suck every bit of soul, soul out of and you. Yeah, like if you have any talent, you had talent as a kid, so we're like, all right, Josh knows can play because he's got good fingers, and we'll just fucking throw all this shit on him, which is what I'm trying to avoid with our people now. Yeah, and because like I'm, because I've been burned, I've been burned out for like eight years. Get burned out, like <laughs> unless you're like a cobra type that just gets off on fucking running shit. <laughs> Like I've been, I've been, I feel like I've been burned out for like eight years and you know, it's just like, I keep trying to like do more of a land grab. I'm like, well, maybe it could be what I want it to be if I just could control more. Yeah. I and I'm that. now, as now that I'm getting older, I'm realizing that it, that's just not the case. Like it, it just is what it is. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. And so then I'm just, you know, just defeated and, uh, Playing. Demoralized. Well, I mean, I, I've been piping more lately, doing the hundred day challenge, which is nice. Like that, that's definitely been good. It, as much as I miss band practice, I think just playing for the sake of playing has helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm, I'm going to take a like a left turn and like try to do get my small pipes out more, like do more like trad type stuff because mm-hmm. I, I always love that kind of music and it's nicer than playing the same fucking MSR for four years, mm-hmm. for sure. So it's just it's weird, but it takes a while to get there, and like you don't. I don't think I realized the rut that I was in until, you know, all of a sudden the rugs pulled out for me and my daily routine, my weekly routine is broken. And you I'm get, like, wait you, a minute. <laughs> you got used to the disappointment and now you're like, wait a minute. Well, my week, my weekly routine got broken and I was like, well, wait a minute. Like, what am I doing here? Like, why? Like, wait a minute. I can have my what? own life. Because originally, originally what? the why was always like, oh, because someone else needs me to. But like, fuck, fuck someone else. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, maybe I don't know. Aaron doesn't seem to think that. So the why for me just. But became, he also had the the luxury of winning a lot, and then he's like, "All right, I'll give back now." I want to I want to Pulaski this shit, dude. Like I want to show up occasionally, and, and then just, just like your, focus on my own thing. Yeah, and never actually participate. Yeah, like I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> like trust me. We we're gonna have an AGM. We're gonna have fucking you know new officers soon. Like I'm just gonna be a cog, baby. I, or, or I'm going to end up being the bass drummer. <laughs> I've only been... Well, no, I've been a cog a couple times. Like, in the early Misty Isle days, I was just a cog. But I was very new, and I knew Well, in Coins Band, you were a cog. Was, yeah, that was... That's the kind of shit that I... Like, that was I the loved, more important cog, because I just got to watch what happened. I love that when we were playing with the Breeze. Like, when we were playing with the Breeze, I was like, holy shit. Like, like all I got to do is... show up and be there. Like, I, I, I got in the show car, and, and they drove me there, and I was like, <laughs> I'll just get play. I show up, and I play. <laughs> 
And if I'm doing it right, they'll tell me. And if I'm doing it wrong, they'll tell me. And someone else is tuning my shit. And someone else is running the practice. That was so much fun. I was just like, oh my god, I just gotta come play music and then go get a chippy and have a couple of beers. Right. That, that was the fucking best. I don't know, Honeyke. Uh, what do you think, man? Any thoughts on this topic? Well, you're a long time <laughs> you know, leadership you know, and cog guy. You've had, you've had experience extensively in both. He's got a really yeah, big I cog spent, guy here. I spent 17 years as a cog, uh, and then, uh, like in the 20 some years since or whatever, I've I've been on and off as a as a leader and a cog. I I enjoyed uh, going back to play with. Uh, That was great. Uh, you know, I would, uh, I trust that guy implicitly, uh, old longtime friends. And it was nice to just play in a b- group with a bunch of, uh, a bunch of drummers who really just wanted to just do the best we possibly could together. We're willing to do the work. We're willing to fly from all over the place. We had people in Northern California, uh, the Alberta, the Toronto area, Chicago, uh, Atlanta, Denver, like everybody was from everywhere and we were willing to do it because we just wanted to play together and it was fun, you know, which, uh, wait, wait, we happened to be a little bit successful, but it was fun. Which band was this? I missed something. Well, that, that was, that was LA in the early teens. Oh, okay. Okay. That tracks. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I went back to, I went back to LA Scots after moving back to Chicago. I went, I returned to LA Scots as a guest player, uh, to play with, with Kavito as the lead drummer there. Um, and it was, it was awesome. And it was literally like, I went back for what could have just been a one and done for the 2011 worlds. Uh, and I had so much fun just playing and hanging out with friends that I stayed on for three more years. (laughs) And and then, and then they blew up because they got mad. I just wonder about that. Like, like what would that be like to have fun? To, to have fun. <laughs> uh, that's a great question. We did that, th- th- what was it, tw- three years ago? We had fun? Uh, yeah, man. Like, I remember, <laughs> dude, because I was, so I've been in the process, this is, like, this is a bit of a tangent, but uh, I've been in the process of, like, downloading and deleting all of my pictures off of Facebook, because I still want the pictures, but I don't want them on Facebook, because I, it's just a platform that I don't trust. Okay. Uh, and like, I came across a bunch of like the grade five Vegas pipe band days shit where there's like a hundred people in the goddamn photo. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? Like that was fun back then. You're talking 2013 when we had a huge band. Uh, it was 2015, 2016. Cause I wasn't no. here in 2013. I moved back in 2014. Oh, okay. And it was like okay. the days where it's like, oh, like here's us at the Phoenix games with 72 fucking players yeah. with our first place trophy. You're talking, we didn't have that many people in the grade five. Dude, it was huge. This was, I'm talking previous to this. We had a huge, if you look at the Well, your pictures, golden year, your golden year was the grade four before I moved back. Yeah. So when we had a, we, if you look at the concert pictures from like 2014, we had a huge. Band. I remember I was there taking pictures. Yeah. We had a huge wow. band. Yeah. And then it's slow downgrade after that. That's just nuts, man. Here's the like, thing. Here's what I advise to people. You do you, you play the nice guy, you get the band big, and then you like start to take it serious, and then everybody fucking quits. Like you gotta fucking manage that better, because I didn't manage that well. Like so, I'm like, hey, we're getting bigger. I was like really like loose and like let's just get people in the band, and then we started like, all right, let's take it serious and be good. Well, that's kind of where we're at right now. <laughs> like right now, we've been trying to build the parade band out. Correct. It's the whole. Was this the Andrew Douglas method or Joe Brady? I forget which. Uh, both recommended. Both, actually, yeah. Like, yeah. just get people in and fucking. But once you get serious, man, everybody fucking quits or 
it's hard. Like you, you got to make a you make a long term commitment. And like, I mean, this is one of the interesting things about uh, our interview with Aaron was he's like, yeah, like I, I have like a three year project ahead of me. Well, he's thinking three to five years. He definitely is. Yeah, which is smart. I, I mean, I get that. Joe Brady obviously thinks that way. I imagine fucking that cheater down in Texas thinks that way. <laughs> Cunt. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Just fucking with I'm, the, I'm the one that's going to get the goddamn angry phone call. I don't call. know why he doesn't call me. He never fucking calls me the bitch. That's because he's not your friend. <laughs> well, maybe, but there's a reason, man. Don't fucking cheat. I just kidding. I don't care. Oh, I care. Do what you, we got to get Jeremy on, dude. I love that guy. No, I, I like Jeremy. Every time I see him, he's like super political. He's just, he's, he's super political. He's really nice to me. Everything. He's got like, business, dude, I know you hate me. Just fucking, just yeah. fucking say shit. He called me. I don't, this, is, this is a total aside, but he called me. We had a very... He, we had like, he gave me so much information because he called me. He's like, Hey, I heard this rumor that you're trying to do like EMS and fire. And I was like, yeah, like, oh, that's what I'm working on right now. And he's like, okay, let me tell you, like, let me download some information. And we talked for like an hour. Like he was just like, here's what you need to know. This, 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 this is like, dude, fucking awesome. Genuinely awesome human being. No, oh, Jeremy's a good guy. Also, he uh, sold me my small pipes, which I love dearly. Yeah. So do you play them ever? Yeah. Yeah, I play them. There, I, I actually enjoy them more than my uh, GHBs right now, but that's just because I'm halfway through my rethreading project. Remember, I told you I was replacing all of the hemp with polyester thread. Oh yeah, yeah. To, for Sorry. a little experiment. Yeah, the whole Matt Willis thing. Yeah, I'm trying it, man, because I live in a desert, and if uh, I don't have to fucking hemp as much, that'd be dope. Yeah. Granted, I also had to find the pieces that came off and like the little cat pieces on my shit McCallums. They had these in the drone, in the tenor drone stocks. Can you or just get new drones. pipes already, dude? I can't afford that shit. I can you barely. small pipes for like the same price as real pipes. Yeah, that was when I had a job. <laughs> I can barely afford to keep the fucking lights on here. I can get you a deal on very good McCallum, Stuart Little, whatever the fuck they're called. McCallum. If I get another set of pipes, I'm buying fucking plastic pipes, dude. <laughs> Uh, I'm buying plastic pipes that I can just put through the ringer. Drummers say that all the time. I'm just going to get plastic drums. I'm going to get like fucking Lud- Ludwig fucking acrylic goddamn yeah, I'm getting drums. I'm getting the fucking uh, polypenko <laughs> pipes that I can just abuse, use and abuse. I have a set. I'll sell them to you for like a thousand bucks. Okay, cool. I will be able to do that in like six months. <laughs> Once you have a job. You got to keep in mind, I haven't worked since February. <laughs> I, I'm aware. <laughs> I, my bar tab is shown up. A thousand bucks, but for 200 more, you could get actual pipes. <laughs> hey, hey, don't tell them that, goddammit. I'm trying to sell my... I'm a, I'm a, I a firm, make a profit here. I'm a firm believer that it's a poor craftsman that blames his tools, right? Like, when I'm when I'm good enough to need a nicer set of pipes, I'll get a nicer you set You don't of need a nicer set of pipes. You just need pipes that are good. Like, just middle of the road good. I am, I, mine, mine sound... Mine make good noise. They do make noise. I'll give you that. But uh, <laughs> if nothing else, I've definitely got the loudest set of pipes. You do, but that's just because you're Reed. <laughs> I've got the loudest set of pipes, I think, in the whole band. <laughs> that's true. Because when I when I cut I out am- versus play, the entire decibel level of the entire Las Vegas pipe band goes down. <laughs> it's significant. It's a significant difference. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. So. I am regularly thankful not to be a piper and deal with the fussiness of the instrument where like literally the thing you're trying to make music on doesn't want to. Yeah, dude, it fights you every fucking step of the way. Constantly. It fights you all the time. Well, here's here's the thing for me is uh, we're probably about to lose our bass drummer. So I can have a season of bass drumming, which will like cool me out a bit and then I'll come back. 
No, I've got plans for a bass drum if that happens. Ah, fuck me. <laughs> why, why won't you just let me retire and be a bass drummer? Because <laughs> I need fucking pipers, you fuck. <laughs> Fusco, what's her name and when's the date to get her recruited? <laughs> well, I'm working on it. I got I to figure out when I can sleep with her. And then uh, <laughs> that recruitment that recruitment strategy has not worked, has for, not us worked over for us over the long term. No, long term is a bad idea. Uh, I find that we have a lot more members in the band, the less members you show your penis. This is very true. Very true. This is why I keep there's a, there's an inverse correlation. <laughs> I keep recruiting men lately, to, just to keep everything the same. So uh, <laughs> don't show them your dick either. <laughs> no man, we got we got backup bass. I swear to God, if you try to fuck Tim and we lose a great drummer, <laughs> I'm gonna be very upset. <laughs> we have a very successful bass drummer in our wings. I don't know if you're aware of this. You know who? If, if down in Phoenix. Oh shit. Okay. Duh. <laughs> We got some people. We got backup if, if things go wrong. But uh, but yeah, no. Like I suppose we should talk about that. Talk about what? Just the our bass drummer is okay. So for fuck's sake, thanks, Cobra, put on headphones. Thanks to COVID, Vegas is completely fucked. He's got headphones in. I know, but I hear us coming through his feed. Oh, I don't hear it. I just hear a little background noise. But I'll edit that out later. We have no bell, people. The bell is fucking broken. Oh wait, there it goes. <laughs> the bell is broken. We're we'll get a new bell. <laughs> but anyway, um, so our bass drummer. Okay, so Vegas is fucked. Job sucked. The the strip fu- is fucked. Our oh, ba- just just the entire city is fucked. Uh, the yeah. whole the whole fucking place, man. We're dude. Let fucked. me let me put it this way. Like when I so I quit my job in February, and I had saved a nest egg because I I like planned I planned to quit fifteen hundred bucks. No, no, I planned to quit my job <laughs> like. I started the plan of like my career change in uh, October of last year. Okay. And so I save, 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 save. I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to quit in February. I'm going to work freelance. I'm going to do whatever. That is the only reason the lights are on. Because I thought I could freelance and then, you know, the world closed. Right. I, I feel you. Yeah. So, okay. So. Vegas is fucked. We, we're well aware of this. I mean, I don't know if anybody out in the world knows this, but we are seriously Vegas fucked. is fucked. Uh, I mean, Texas is kind of fucked, too. Well, I mean, everywhere. But, nah. like, we're a tourist destination, so if there's no tourism, we're fucked, right? So our base drummer works for one of the hotels on the Strip, and they're fucked. So she's starting to look into jobs in other states, and it's very possible that she will go there because everything's fucked. Like, this is, this is a serious problem here. Uh, and we might lose her. And if that happens, like that's a significant position to have. I don't to get to be bass drummer. Well, I mean, maybe <laughs> we'll see. It's been my dream. Well, my if Angel ever showed up to anything, I'm going to be, be bass drummer. You get Angel to show up to anything, and you can be bass drummer. I'm going to be one of the five. Uh, learn bass drumming. <laughs> <laughs> or no, it's not Let's, one of the five. What is it? It's we'll just bring Cobra in to be guest bass drummer because it's a lower level band. So. Cobra, what's the what's the slogan for the five thing? Yeah, what's the five? Oh, am I finding the five? Finding the five. Oh, yeah. that's it. See, yeah. I'll be one of the five that he finds, and I'll learn to play bass drum. Perfect. Cobra, can you please teach him how to do it well? Because he's he's shit. Uh, <laughs> says uh, not Costa Mesa well, well, I mean, uh, unfortunately, you'll have to wait until, uh, like, November, because I'm not debuting around for bass drummers until then. Ah, oh, fuck. I mean, if I got to store the fucking thing anyway, I might as well learn to play might it. Might as well play it, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, the, it's very depressing that this is happening. Like, 
like this realization that our people and it's not just her it's no, a lot it's, of people in our band are really dude we had i mean okay like we we had a member of our band who was like probably going to have to move back home out of country and luckily got a job which is better than her old job how many people are from a different country? Oh, okay. Band? I was like, there you go. Tim? No. no. Okay, now I got it. Now I'm with you. But yeah, like, you know, it's, it's a <laughs> And real... now she has the fucking COVID. Oh, no shit. Did I not tell you this? No. So the reason she wasn't at practice is her office tested, somebody in her office tested That's positive. Tested positive? Yeah. Well, on the bright side, <laughs> she's got a better job than her old job. Oh, yeah, big time. But it's just like one of those things, like, motherfucker, like, it's, it's a, it sucks being in the worst country in the world right now. Yeah, I know. We're actually a third world country. As we're, we're terrible. <laughs> we're a fourth world country. We suck. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it's fucking rough out there. So anyway, we may have to replace a bass drummer, which is such a significant position, which blows. Uh, but hey. I but mean, I hear that uh, pipers make the best bass drummers because they actually know the music. <laughs> or I could just bring Cobra in as a, and we could be like North Texas, Caledonia. Let's just Dude, bring in a bunch of If you're going to bring players. Cobra in, you're going to put him on lead <laughs> tip. You're not going to put him on fucking bass. No man, no. I'll put them on. See base. the pro- the problem is you uh, does does Wispa have uh, consider each of the percussion instruments its own registration? I yes. mean, it because doesn't if, so, because it because if not, I wouldn't count. It doesn't really matter because yes. after they have to refund fees to everyone for the they're year of twenty twenty, they're going to go bankrupt. So <laughs> no, actually, you're oh, right. You mean like the you mean like the one over in Scotland that doesn't have any money? Right, exactly. No, you can uh. be base with us and snare in your band and it won't matter even at the same grade it won't matter as long as it's a different instrument so tenor bass and snare uh, is different in Wispaba so oh uh, well the problem is is that I'm already a member of a grade 4 band so oh well you're but not as bass right? yeah so, no, well no we're, we're grade 4 are we're you a member of a grade 4 in Wispaba uh, no but uh, in terms of my home association doesn't the matter is the same. Different, different association baby no 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 the associations it, don't it matter does, it does here matter. my association won't permit it but are you snare or I bass get, with grade four? I'm, I'm snaring a three and snaring a four currently. So, so bass. theoretically different. Well, for us, I don't know about you, but for us, because you're. Yeah, we, no, we, rec- we now recognize all three instruments separately. So I can play bass in a five or a two or whatever, and it wouldn't matter. We're brilliant. Done. <laughs> <laughs> so real quick, I want to get back into this whole uh, like leadership conversation because we kind of glossed over it. What what do you what do you guys think about Aaron's whole hey you know what I want to go make my own thing I I know we talked about it briefly but like Cobe you've played in a lot of bands Couple. is is City of Chicago what you consider to be like your thing like hey this is where I'm making my stand this is this is where I'm making a name hundred percent and and what motivated that decision uh well i mean it, probably a couple things one i'm i'm geographically here and so i was after doing the the traveling yeah, thing it's it's uh, more about emotional motivation not no but like it, it started as a it started as a, um it, I, the the bottom line is the guys that that are in the band guys and and gals and stuff but like particularly the leadership team for the band are people I've been friends with for 25, 30 years, you know? So it like, we finally kind of came to a common ground where it's like, okay, this is what we want to do. This is how we want to do it. Some of us are off doing our own things right now. Even the pipe major was, was guesting out, um, as well as a few other pipers. Uh, and we just, we, we found a time. It was the 4th of July parades, 2016. And that was the first time officially out 
as city of Chicago pipe band under the new leadership in the new direction. Um, and it's just been pedal to the metal ever so, since. So was the like, so you described it as an intrinsic value move. Like it's people that you care about that you'd like that are your friends. Was that what that was driving? I mean, you, you know, geographically, whatever, like that, that's fine. But yes, you like the, you yeah. like the people, you like the culture. Yes. I mean, I had, I, I, I certainly had maybe two other local, localish choices or whatever. And I, I am friends with people in those bands and I respect the, the, the competitive relationships with those bands. I don't personally have any enemies, uh, locally or anywhere. Really. I don't consider it that way. I know there's people like to have rivalries and stuff. I just don't care. I'm let's, let's do the thing on the field the way we want to do it. You do the thing on the field the way you want to do it. And we'll catch you all in the beer tent, you know? Um, but so doing city of Chicago versus any of the other potential bands I could have suited up with, it just felt, it felt right because of the camaraderie, the, the, the lifetime friendships, common viewpoint, common goals. We want to be a competitive band that also teaches kids. That's kind of like, if you could boil it down, we're a highly competitive band that really focuses on developing talent and especially kids, you know, the tracks. So, and that, and that plays right into everything about, who I am, uh, who I consider myself to be as a, as a drummer, as a member of the pipe band community. I love teaching. I love teaching kids. Uh, I like being able to kind of try our own thing. Uh, Fusco, you were around during the Seamus era when we tried a lot of our own things, maybe ahead of its time, but, <laughs> a little um, too early. <laughs> you know, Pat Lynch, uh, our pipe major and I, uh, are a lot, uh, we're a little older and a lot more sensible. Um, we seek outside opinions a lot. We have a couple of, uh, very brand name people that we go to, to ask for insights when we're not sure, or if we need a little, like we could go either way, what would you do? That doesn't guide the decision, but it certainly informs it. Um, so yeah, we're a little bit older, a little bit smarter and having a really good time kind of doing our thing, our own thing. Yeah. So this actually brings up another, another question. Uh, you talked about how you, you know, you really wanted to participate. You like playing, you like teaching. And those are, those are major motivations for you. I feel like a pipe band, right. Is made up of lots of different people with differing motivations. Like if you, if, if every single person in the band had to say, here are my two main motivations, hopefully one of them is, you know, performing or competing. And then there's a secondary one, right? Like, I remember when I first rejoined the band, I was like, yeah, I want to play again because it was a big part of my life and I want to get that back. And then the secondary part was like, I want to create content around what the band does. Right. Okay. Yeah. So switching over to Fusco, if you had to like pick a few people and pick what their two main motivations were, and you don't have to name names, like what, what do you think the breakdown is of people who of Assuming they only have two main motivations, one is A, one is B, do you think it's a lot of competing, performing? Do you think it's a lot of managing, like, sesh? Like, what, what do you kind of feel like the breakdown is? I'd be willing to the bet. Number, what's, what do you think is the majority <laughs> A motivation? So, one and two for us, you and me, I mean, specifically, would be competing and or sesh. Yes. I would say the entire rest of the band would not be that. What do you think the breakdown is? I would say everybody else is in it 
for some. Well, okay, maybe there's okay. Everybody's that's a bit. Yeah, because there's a lot a of there's, there's a lot of diversity or, among the ranks. So I'm, I'm kind of interested to see what you think the percentage is. So from a drummer perspective, I would say 50, half the drummers are probably competition significantly involved, uh, influenced by a competition. They really like that part, and the other half is. I I don't know. I don't actually know why. <laughs> Just because it's something to do that's that's different. Probably okay. it's, it's like, hey, I can make my bones by being looking a little different and wearing a kilt, that kind of that okay. kind of thing. On the pipe side, I would say, other than you and me, there's like very little competition. Like focused people, they don't care or don't have enough involvement yet to know that that's cool or that's fun or interesting. Probably enough or experience, really. Yeah, yeah, it's an experience thing more than anything because we've had so little chance to have, actually do it. But I would say it's more like. Um, Wearing a kilt's cool. Like, hey, I'm Scottish somewhere in my family. That whole thing. There's a lot of that, I think, more than anything. I think it's more like a heritage thing. Probably. Okay. Interesting. And I actually had this happen last night. Somebody at the dojo... It's not dojo happy hour. It's the Fuko happy hour. I keep saying that. It's it's no longer (laughs) It's no longer the dojo happy hour. Uh, (laughs) Why why is it no longer official? Did it get disavowed? It's been disavowed. Andrew asked me to separate it. So so somebody mentioned... they, They were asking me, like... Oh, you, when you, and we're in our, it's a lot of my students essentially, but it's like, hey, while you, you like to, you seem to know a lot about the history and blah, and you like the history and stuff, blah, 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 tunes and this and that. I'm like, mm, not really. I've just been into it. I've been doing this so long that I know yeah. it. It doesn't mean I'm into it. I'm, I'm all about the music and the, and the melody. Like, that's what's interesting to me. It has nothing to do with, hey, this tune is named this. Like, this, this tune is named this, and my great aunt's. Like roommate's who, cousin was also less. the Duke of Who Gives a Fuck Burrow. <laughs> right, I could care less. Like, yeah. like tune names are just like Glenn Cavito is the master of just fucking with tune names. Of like, it doesn't matter. Like, you could name it the fucking, I don't know, Heisenberg guy, right? Jack Fuko's Fuko's Caddy Wampus. It doesn't fucking matter, right? The Heisenberg guy is just a melody that somebody threw a name on. It, there's no lyrics to it. It doesn't. It's not a. Okay, so it's not a traditional tune. <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter. So, like, I don't care about any of that. I care about like the music. But there's al- there's always a good story behind GK's tune names. Always. A oh, good there's story. always no, no. That's true. But he, that's well, what's he's funny the about legend. Though. That's yeah, what's he's, funny. About he's a legend with tune naming. Because so there's there's always something funny or interesting or some sort of background. But he's usually trying to take the piss. It's not about like, hey, this tune's about my sister who blah blah blah. Like, it, who cares? Like. It's just a fucking melody, right? And in the end, what does it matter? So I, I don't think of it like that. It's more about the music to me. Like, hey, this is this sounds cool. This feels good. Like you're jamming and this fucking tune rocks. Like, like this just rocks. Like who who cares? Like what it's about? You know what I mean? That's that's how I think of it. So anyway, I don't think a lot of our people think that way. I think they're like, hey, I'm my family is Scottish, seventeen. 300 years ago or something and so like this matters to me well, i mean we talk about this on the show plenty where people are like oh well uh you're wearing a kill you're playing bagpipes are you scottish like no i'm fucking american bro like yeah i have no scottish background <laughs> at all like none like i i have scottish background and still it's like the closest person was like great grandparent right <laughs> i just like bagpipes and i think it sounds yeah. cool and it's loud and i like obnoxious, to rock and i'm rock and roll exactly <laughs> It's like, oh, you're playing metal. Are you from Germany? It's like, no. <laughs> no. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I just like it. So, like, Hoinicky, you're fucking, like, Polish and shit. Like, what, what gets you off about goddamn bagpipes and drums or Scottish drumming or whatever, you know? Uh, I th- I mean, at this stage, it's just because it, it has taken such root in, in my life. I just, it resonated with me early. 
you know? Yeah, man. Um, my dad liked it. We got involved early. I liked I liked doing it. I liked winning. Uh, I liked learning. Oh, you used to I liked like advancing. And, and yeah, it's like for me, it's it just comes down to the the music and the people. That that combination has just that's it. That's period. And, and it, it's reshaped itself it. over the years. I've relocated. I've reaffiliated with different groups or or different colleagues or whatever. But in the very, very bottom of it, it's just, I I love pipe band music. I love it. I love playing it. I love listening to it. Yeah. Me too. Period. Yeah. And it's so funny because it's like, you know, the average person who's like, everything sounds the same, which I get because we're more or less everything's in the same key. So everything sounds samey. I get it. But when you just like classical music, like it all sounds the same to me until you hear, until you really listen to it. And then it's like, Oh, okay. Like, there's something going on here that I'm not aware of. There's the depths of what's actually happening that's really interesting, and that's what happens in pipe band music. I think is like, or, or bagpipe music in general. It doesn't there's, matter who there's, it is. There's a response that you can't quantify. There's there's a certain response where it's like, I don't know why I know this is good, but I know this is good. Sometimes, yeah, absolutely. When something just hits you, like, fuck, this is good. But I guarantee you that if you had Inverary come out and play. Uh, Father John McMillan of Barra in in their usual uniform, and then they came out, and the only thing that they changed is to Yellow Flashes. The Yellow Flashes band would win. <laughs> Accurate, <laughs> absolutely. Oh speaking God, we of, haven't even got. Yeah, that, we got to get into this before we, we close up. Talk about this because the general population is because no Robbie's. Idea. They're like, oh, I love those guys. Look how cool I, their flashes, flashes are. They have yellow flashes. So That's so it. Robbie's Robbie was and may still be in the chat. We got he, gotta, he sent us a, a parcel. We got some sweet big Rab Show stickers, which yeah. I'm very excited to add to my Rab, pipe this, case. This is the greatest thing I've ever we've ever received. We will see in a second. Uh, the big Rab bottle opener, but I'm, also I'm not showing the G1 logo <laughs> because they don't sponsor our show. No, they just sponsor Rab. Those so cups. I'll show I'll show the Rab logo. I won't show the G1. I kept logo. one of those. I put it in my band uh, hall. And this is fucking nuts, dude. He got us uh, Chanterant printed yellow flashes. How fucking wow. awesome is that? That so, is the greatest gift I've ever received in my so life. So we talked about this on and the I've show got- <laughs> where we were like, hey, instead of cutting people, we're just going to hand them yellow flashes. <laughs> yeah. It's like the scene in fucking uh, uh, the baseball movie, uh, Major League, when you put the red tag in her locker, we're going to just hand them yellow flashes. And he also sent us a very, a very nice note. You want to read his note? Yep. It said, uh, Andy and Josh, just some small gifts from us at the Big Rab Show. Hope you enjoy. Keep doing what you do best. Hashtag one of the six. Hashtag Big Rab Show. Signed, Rab. This this Rab is the greatest gift we've ever received. Also, Rab has superior handwriting look to at me. <laughs> look at those. Of course, Rab is amazing. I can actually read what he writes where I can't read my own notes ever. <laughs> Rab, this is the greatest gift we've ever received. Thank you, brother. Dude, the yellow flashes. We've been, we've been threatening phenomenal. actually producing these forever. Yeah. I actually contacted Jeremy. I was like, "Hey, well, man, I don't think we how want, do I make yellow? I don't flashes? think we want Chanarant yellow flashes for when we cut people. But we no, are gonna. No, we just need. It's just flashes. gonna be like, hey, these are for you. And it's not. It's not like a shame thing. It's just like this is just so you know, like you're out. You're out. <laughs> and it, it's switch. like the old. It's like the old pink ticket in the locker. Yeah. Like come exactly. see the manager. It's and out. it's like come, and, exactly. and swap them out because when we go to mass bands, you're gonna wear your yellow flashes. Doesn't mean if the band wins, you didn't also win. You're still part of the band. You still won, too. If you're sitting on the bench and your team wins the Super Bowl, you still won the Super Bowl. That's absolutely correct. If you're the second or third train quarterback, guess what? You still won the Super Bowl. You still won the Super Bowl. the Philadelphia Eagles proved 
few years ago. Fly, Eagles, fly on the road to victory. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles! But yeah, like if you're sitting on the bench, you still won the Super Bowl. That's absolutely correct. So but, I don't. I think but that's modern the day America does not understand that's, this. That's the mentality we got to get in the pipe band world we, of like. But they don't just because you got cut doesn't mean you didn't win because everything part of the organization you all still, the work was done up until that point, correct. and you were still part of that work. Correct. Yeah. So ninety five percent of the work was done up until the point you missed. You missed the last five percent. Yeah. You. But you also helped us win by not playing. Yeah. That. <laughs> that is that's a hundred percent true. It's like episode that title. Hard to swallow. Write it. Totally you helped true. us win by not playing. <laughs> Go ahead, Cobra. I'm going to write this down. No, I, I was just reinforcing. I mean, that's one of the things as a as a band who is sort of viciously competitive in a way. Yeah, sometimes the best thing you can do to help the band is not be on the field for whatever reason. It, it might not be you. It might be your instrument, or it could be anything. What else? You're just having a bad day, something's dude. Not happening. Like, I mean, we had that when we were over in, in I, like, it was just, I had days where I was like, dude, you should cut me. Like, he's like, but you came all this way. I'm like, no, you should fucking cut me. Trust me. Like, I'm not playing good today. Rab just messed with me in the box. He's like, there's two different designs. Where do you see the second oh, design? Oh, Jesus Christ. Where do you see this? <laughs> <laughs> Look at the second design. Uh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Rab, Rab, that's so fucking great, dude. Rab, you're a fucking legend. <laughs> He's a legend. Oh, my God. Now, now see, I feel you, bad about that. If you guys ever actually mode. merchandise those, you should put one on each. Uh, oh, yeah. That's a good idea. One Chanarant, the other side is the beard and the fucking sunglasses. No, also, no, no. Have the, also have Rab, we have a... Uh, team Andy on oh, ooh, I like that. Rab, we have a pair of yellow flash socks in the mail to you starting now. It's happening right yeah. now, brother. I'm going to make that happen. I'm going to send you every piece of merch we got. Yeah, whatever you want, bro. <laughs> We have so much money to burn so that we don't have to pay taxes. <laughs> yeah, we got to like lower the tax. We rate. really got to. <laughs> oh my God. We were planning to travel more. Um, <laughs> yeah, COVID fucked us. So now we got to spend some money and. Uh, Rab's getting a lot of stuff. <laughs> Rab's going to get a bunch of merch. <laughs> He's got a good care package. He's going to get a four loco wrapped in chain of rent t shirt. By the way, people, if you haven't, if you don't know, if you're, if you're not a Patreon yet, you should be because next week. Well, everyone is watching right now, but you're talking about yeah, the but you're going to hear yeah. this on the on the podcast. You should join Patreon because next week we're going to do the drawing for the next piece of merch. John Dickface won last week, and I sent him his merch. Yeah. He probably hasn't received. It he yet, got a Team Andy shirt too, like a cunt. He did. That was great. <laughs> I'm going to take that off the store. Uh, I also sent a shirt to um, Bethany. Uh, you know our friend yeah. Dad and Bethany. Like she. Uh, we owed her a shirt, so I sent her of a shirt. Of course. Recently. What'd she get? She had like a normal Chanarant. She asked for a Team Andy shirt, but I sent her a Chanarant shirt. Because oh. I, I didn't want you to feel bad. I wanted your ego to be checked. <laughs> I'm just going to take them both off the store, and I'll make I'll make Team Cobra shirts. There you go. And Team it'll Cobra. Just be, it'll just, just be a need, snake. It needs Cobra Kai. Do the Cobra Kai one, because that's the best. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, okay. So guys, we're, we're, uh, we're a little over an hour and a half, so I do want to wrap up the broadcast. But Cobe, if you're down to hang, we can chat after. Yeah, man. Uh, I cool. want to do. I want to do final thoughts, and the order of operations for final thoughts this week is going to be uh, Fusco, me, then Cobra. Okay. So, final thoughts are this. Um, I I love talking to people that are at the top of the top, like Aaron. Yeah. And people that are in the middle, like Cobra. And, <laughs> and people, people at the bottom, like me, like you. <laughs> Dude, you blew my joke. God damn it. So anyway, but no, seriously though, uh, Aaron, it was. It's awesome to have somebody of his level, and and 
there's so much more to that story of us setting up the t-shirt thing. Like, there, I can't tell you how much headache I went through to try to make that happen. Well, when he's not pussy whipped, we can have him on longer. Well, no, we'll get him on again. But, like, it's so funny to, like, how much trouble I went. Zach Cochran, who is a part of fucking Cobra's band. He, he, we never like clarified, but Zach Cochran from what is he from Missouri, St. Louis, somewhere in that area, right? Uh, Casey area, Casey. So like, and he came to Vegas. We met him. He's a yeah, great man. dude. Great dude. He comes Zach's, to Winter Zach's Storm a every fucking year. legend. Awesome dude. And he went out of his way to go find this motherfucker. And I'm like texting these. He fucking, hunted him down in a foreign city, dude. I'm. All, it's like early August. I'm texting the both. I'm like, all right, Zach's here. Aaron, where are you? Keep in mind, this like, is like this, this is like happen. one a.m. our time. Yeah, it was completely <laughs> ridiculous because they they do qualifiers at eight in the fucking morning. So it's like it's like midnight one a.m. and you're fucking texting these assholes. I'm like, God damn it! Was that that was the year that we did the live stream worlds? Because no, I no, it was the year before. Oh, it was the year before. Year before yeah. So anyway, Zach, we appreciate it. We actually sent Zach a shirt. He, we did. We made it up for him. Yeah. Like we gave him a shirt to respond. We to. sent him a new shirt because <laughs> he lost a lot of weight, so he got he had he had a smaller shirt. I like literally Aaron has never told me this story that he lost the shirt the day he of just the gave fucking it world broad. I've never known that story until today that he gave it to some broad and she never she she has one shitty chain rant shirt and 11, <laughs> 11 field marshal capes. <laughs> what a whore. Oh my god, that's fantastic. So anyway, Wait, we should we should okay, write that down as an episode title as well. One chain rant shirt and 11 field marshal capes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, my my final thoughts are you know just a good show. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed talking to all y'all. I, I I miss seeing some of you guys in person. I would never see Aaron in person because I don't have enough money to go to the worlds this year. But uh, Cobes, I hope to see you in share a beer soon, and I uh, hope you'll stay on for a bit and have a bit of a chat after us. Yeah, we should bring Robin. I want to talk to. Robin. Well, we'll finish. We'll finish the show official, and then um, everyone that's on the live stream can keep watching. If you want to stay on, and yeah. talk to Rap too. I'll just, I'll just stop the audio recording. But uh, yeah, just, you know, it's nice to see my friends. I've been stuck in the same four fucking walls dude, me tell you, for dude, six months. I fucking miss my friends. My worldwide friends. Hey, fuck you. I'm your friend. Well, you, no, no, no. Well, I see you every goddamn week, unfortunately. <laughs> but I miss Cobra. Like, I miss going to the worlds. I miss fucking, like, we were supposed to go to Australia. We were supposed there to were so go. many things. Yeah. I fucking, I miss going to California and seeing Trevor in the fucking. Dude, whoever's, whoever's still alive. Uh, fucking. Who are my friends? Tim and fucking the <laughs> whoever, other guy. Whoever sterile. <laughs> whoever makes it. Whoever makes it to 2021, it's going to be lit. Dude, I can't wait to see Colin Armstrong and just fucking tackle that bitch. Because he's like, he's... he's oh, he, I'm going to lick his face. Oh, he's very whiffy. Yeah. I'm going to... I'm going to... I'm gonna give him the biggest cuddle and lick his and pick him up and lick his face, and he's gonna hate it. Steve Foley, right? Cobra, how great is Steve Foley? We gotta get Steve on, dude. Uh, I want. I'm dying to get. I want. I want an entire episode of Steve's dad jokes. Dad jokes. Steve Foley is the greatest joke teller of all time, and he's fucking a brilliant bass drummer. Absolutely. I want to bring him out to teach our bass drummer, whoever the next one is, Josh. Just so you know. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Yes. I you guys should have uh, you guys should have Steve send you sound drops of like jokes that you can just have him dude I've, be part of it. Oh, I've he's so about he's so much better live. He's he's phenomenal. I love Steve Foley. He's but yeah, so hysterical. that's that's my final thoughts. Just a general general outpouring of love for my piping community and the people that I miss that I wish I got to see. Um, but I'm so, kicking over. The final final thoughts are going to Cobes. Cobes, man, it's all you, bro. Oh, the responsibility. 
yes, because because you know, drunk fucks. This is going to be archived in the Library of Congress. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, me, me and my water, uh, you know, we're we're doing fine. Uh, no, I would say that, uh, and that's perfect. Normally, <laughs> there you go. All right, you're back. Sorry, it's go gone. No, I was just going to say, if whatever reason you would normally play is problematic right now, find a different reason. Like, there's enough reasons for everybody to want to play. Find one. Love the love what we do. Uh, just keep in touch with your friends. That's the most important thing right now. I agree, man. Keep in touch with your friends. Like, find a reason to play. I can I can say like uh, I had not touched my pipes from March until basically what three May? weeks ago. Now? Yeah, yeah, like you know, and then and then uh, like doing the hundred day challenge, that kind of stuff. I forgot how much I just like playing music, and I'm playing by myself, so I can play whatever the fuck I want. I don't have to fucking deal with. I don't have to tune seventeen people before I play. Like, there, there's something. There's always a silver fucking lining, man. Yeah, I agree. It's been eye opening. I, I agree. Like, I was playing yesterday. I'm like, man, you know what? This is sounding pretty good. I'm enjoying myself. Like, this is all right. I've been developing a new it routine. Took me three weeks to get there, but where it's just like. I cook food basically that's here here's my hobbies I study I cook food I eat the food I play bagpipes and I go shooting so like <laughs> it's been actually a pretty great quarantine aside from the fact that I'm broke other than that yeah, but you don't have to go anywhere so what, no what yeah you, I mean you, you know I, I can you know I've been stealing the neighbor's power for like three weeks and they haven't <laughs> noticed you figured out their Wi-Fi yeah. password <laughs> This is this is why we cannot have nice things. Um, but yeah, I I think you made you made a great point, Cobes. It's just find a reason to play. Get in touch. I think now is the best time of any time to get in touch with those people that you've been meaning to like call or write a letter. Fucking can we get can we get writing letters back? I love that idea. Can writing we? Can we? So I started writing a friend of mine. He lives in Colorado. Do you actually mail it? Or yeah. Oh, like, I fucking mail letters, dude. Because I miss. Because my handwriting was getting so bad. I was like, I got to start writing. Mine is terrible. <laughs> I want to learn to write cursive again. Because I was really good at cursive. Cursive back sucks. Fuck that. Cursive is fucking phenomenal. But yeah, no. So uh, just pick a person. <laughs> the nice rally pipe in. <laughs> fucking Joe Brady, you fucking cunt. Pick a. <laughs> Pick a person, <laughs> pick a person in your circle of friends, and give them a fucking video call. Mickey Daly called me, but I was busy. I was driving, so I couldn't. I, answer. I answered you. you got him. Me. Yeah, I yeah. answered him. Yeah. Uh, pick a I person love- that's one of your friends, a pipe band. Fucking video call that motherfucker. Send somebody a letter. Like yeah. I think now's a good time for everyone to just like reconnect as a community, especially cross world, man. Because like, it sucks. I everyone. miss Adele. Like we we could have seen Adele this year. Could have. We could have. We could have been hanging arguably, out with the priest, the greatest human being I've ever met in my life. Better than us, for sure. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. But yeah, I just. <laughs> I, I guess my closing thought would just be, and even though Cobra's supposed to get the last closing thought, it's just he, yeah, fuck him. Well, it's his closing thought. I'm just. <laughs> it's his closing thought. I'm just reiterating it. Like, connect with someone, man. Like, fucking Dude, have a good time. Reach out. Cobra is doing amazing shit. Like, go join his. Uh, what? What is the finding the five? Finding maybe? the five, man. Like, be part of it. And stop being a bunch of cunts. Like, listen. you know, And my virtual solo contest. Like, currently open. You're doing videos every day, but guess what? You're improving. And what what the fuck else are you doing right now? Like, what are you complaining about? Cobra, who's a professional, high-level drummer, is telling you, like, hey, improve this, improve this, improve this. Like, yeah, this is... I think at the end of the day... Take advantage of the opportunity you have right now to be a better player, whatever it is. Well, there's going to be there's going to be two kinds of people that come out of this. 
bunch of cunts. There's Everybody's gonna, a cunt. Fuck them all. There's going to be two kinds of people that come out of this. <laughs> there's going to be people that come out of this better. There's going to be people that come out of this worse. As What's far as skills concerned. Like, you're either going to come out and you practice your ass off and you're better than you were, or you're going to come out and you're worse because you sat on your ass and played you're Warzone. Because you're an idiot. Yeah, exactly. Speaking but, of which, if you want to play Warzone, you can, you know, go in the Channerate Discord. Let me, let me tell you this. Cobra wrote the greatest fucking setting of Jim Thompson that I've ever heard. It's a fucking amazing. It's a banger. It's a banger. The drum score for Jim Thompson should never change. Cobra wrote it. It's fucking amazing. The definitive. <laughs> the definitive Jim Thompson. It score. is so good. In Vegas, we still play it. Oh, wow, we. You know what? You know what I was thinking though. 